So the other day I was at the grocery store with our son and on the way out we got accosted by somebody with a clipboard. Don't you love when that happens, Beth? You weren't with us for that. I was not. But there is nothing more exciting than when you're walking out with ice cream that's already melting because we're in Arizona and even though it's wintertime, it's still like 80 degrees out. So, you know, you've got like seconds to get your ice cream home before it's just, you know, a puddle. Liquid. Yeah. But... You know, so so this lady approaches us with a clipboard and she's like, are you a registered voter in the state of Arizona? And I'm like, I appreciate it, but I, I'm not going to do this right now. Thank you. She's like, okay, have a nice day. And then she walked off. And as I was loading the car, I was listening to her and she was trying to get signatures to stop dark money. Okay. If you're not familiar, dear listener, with what dark money is, it is money that is donated uh, to people who will spend it anonymously to do things like run campaign ads or um, or um, competitor ads, you know, to slam the attack uh, opponent, ads, attack yeah. ads, thank you, stuff like that, okay? And that's like a thing in Arizona that that can happen. Some states have restrictions. Arizona isn't one of them. So... You know, and these these other two people she approached, they're just like, dark money? Oh, I don't know what that is, but okay. And then they they signed it. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So they're just signing off on something they don't even know. That's what most people do with petitions. Exactly. I lived in the Midwest and petitions were much bigger than they were here are here. I've been approached a lot less here. And it might be different depending on where you are, like what part of the city and all that. But when yeah. I lived in the Midwest, it happened... All the time, everywhere. Yeah. Been approached a few times here in Arizona. That was the first one I'd seen in a few years, but especially like big events. If it was like um, a festival or something like mm -hmm. that, there would be dozens of people with different petitions outside accosting you. So you wouldn't just get accosted once; you get accosted multiple times before you got to your car. So if it wouldn't get a copyright strike, I'd play that clip from Airplane right now, where uh, the one dude's one dude is walking through the airport and he keeps getting accosted by people who want to to peddle their wares or get them to sign something or whatnot and he starts using like karate to take them all out and stuff one by one yep but that's kind of what it's like sometimes but uh, anyways i wanted to get into what they're trying to do here in arizona um and then i want to discuss how i think dark money is really stopped in its tracks uh because i think it applies to everybody not just people in arizona uh but before we do get into that if you haven't figured it out already this is the soul of wisdom i am dan she is beth Hello. we appreciate you watching us today if you haven't already done so with this channel like subscribe share punchy thing on rumble reviews and subscribing on the podcast side any of that all those things help us. They don't cost you a dime, but they teach the algorithm that people should see us, so they put us in front of more people. We're growing. We grow faster when you do that, so please do. Okay, shall we dig into this? Yes. All right. <clears throat> so the first thing I'm going to do is I went to the website for this petition, stopdarkmoney.com. All right, and they say, why is it so important that we stop dark money in Arizona? And they say dark money is political spending on election advertising by anonymous sources. It's called dark money because we cannot see who is sponsoring the messages in political ads. 
Whereas dark money sources are hidden in the amounts that they can spend are unlimited, ordinary citizens' contributions to a candidate's campaign are capped, and their names and addresses must be disclosed publicly. Under current Arizona law, a few dark money power brokers get special treatment. The rules that all the rest of us must follow don't apply to them. These well-funded organizations and individuals exert major influence in elections by spending money on advertising and promotions supporting their candidate or ballot proposition. This dark money spending is frequently used to bombard the voters with negative ads, misleading information, and even outright lies. Okay, I think that summarizes what dark money is and what it is they're trying to do. Yeah. So we're all on the same page there. So... In your opinion, Miss Beth, how do you feel about dark money? Is it are they right to go and try to put a stop to this? I think it's one of those things that, on the surface, looks like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked about this a little bit before, before the segment started. But I think, just like everything. Every time there's a new law or a new legislation or a new mandate or a new whatever it is, the people that are doing the thing you're trying to control are just going to find another way around it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're probably right. You know, um, because that's that's human nature. It is. The ingenuity of things. Whenever you have a wall in front of you, you find a way over the wall, under the wall, around the wall, or to knock the wall down. And if anybody's listening and they disagree, just think about all the things that are currently illegal that still happen all the time. I mean, how many drugs are illegal? How easy is it, if you really wanted to, to obtain them? But they're illegal. Yeah, or you take a look at, like, Chicago, for example, which has some of the most stringent gun laws in the nation. And they have the highest gun violence yeah. rates. Yeah, and they're shooting each other like crazy, so how's that working out? Yeah. So you can try to legislate your way out of stuff all day long. But here's, I thought about this, and, and I was talking with our son on the ride back, um, kind of about dark money and how it works, because he had some questions, and, you know, kind of how elections work and how voting works and all that. And my ultimate take on this thing is that the best way to stop the influence of dark money is to not listen to it. You know, and it got my attention because like I said, these two people signed this petition without any real understanding of what it was they were signing. All right. But the problem is how many of us are out there voting? And this isn't just an Arizona thing. This isn't everywhere in the United States thing. It's, it's an everywhere in other countries I was just going to say too. it's not just the United States. No, it's not. How many people are out there voting when they haven't done their homework on exactly who they're voting for? You know... You, I think you, that's why a lot of people vote along um, party lines. Exactly. But you hear this, this, this phraseology all the time that voters are being disenfranchised all right and i bet you a lot of people don't even understand what disenfranchised means all right they say disenfranchised because as a citizen of the united states you have a franchise your franchise is your right to vote that's your franchise okay now you've heard the name or you've heard the word franchise before with things like mcdonald's yeah okay but tell me this dear listener 
if somebody had a McDonald's franchise and they didn't put the time into that franchise to care for it, to maintain the building, to staff it properly, to run it the way it's supposed to be run, to provide good service, everything else, do you think they would be allowed to keep that franchise? No. I wouldn't think so. But then along those lines, explain to me how it is that as a voter, where you have this franchise that allows you to vote, <clears throat> how is it that you're not putting in the time to build up your knowledge about who you're voting for, to participate in the process uh, beyond just voting, to, to go to rallies for the different candidates to learn more about them, to question them. To listen to their speeches, to exactly. see what they have to say in interviews, even if it's just going online and looking up interviews that the candidates have given. To look at their voting history, things like that. If you're not investing the time, then, you know, for all the talk about how, how voters get disenfranchised, you know who disenfranchises voters the most? The voters themselves. You're taking your franchise and you're throwing it in the garbage. Because here's what happens, okay? This dark money goes, and yes, I agree, it's a problem. It goes and it makes all of these negative ads, and we see them all the time. We're seeing them already for 2024 here in Arizona. There have been a few candidates who literally never stopped no. their ads. No. You know, I you could name them, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, it, it, it doesn't. It never stops. So... You're, you're getting bombarded with this information, but you know what? Shame on you if that's the information that's, that's swaying your vote. If you're going, oh golly, that 30 second ad makes a good point. He is a butthole. I should vote for the other guy. But unfortunately, I think a lot of people actually think that because they've watched those commercials, they've done their homework. Yeah, I know you haven't. But those are the people who didn't do their homework in school either. No, I know. But... You know, I mentioned in the last segment, or maybe, no, it was this segment where I said I would play this video if it wouldn't get us copyright respected. Yeah, yeah. So there's another one I would play. I don't, we've never watched it together, but have you seen the movie The American President? I believe Michael so. Douglas, yes, yes, Annette yes. Benning. Yeah. Okay. So there's this, sec and he's the president, Michael Douglas is. So there's this part in there where he's making a speech to the American people. And he's talking about how, how, you know, being an American is advanced citizenship and you have to want it. And these are the different things that you have to do. And this was coming from a guy who was portraying a left-leaning president, by the way. Okay. And he's saying you have to put in the work. It's so true. If you're not putting in the work, if you're just going along with what with what you're hearing or what the mob is telling you to do or anything like that, then, you know, the dark, the dark money and its effectiveness, that's on you. Yeah. You know, and, and shame on you. I, uh, it's only as powerful as you let it be. It, well, yeah. And that's, that's true with everything, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's the, it's the people who, who tell, told you at one point in your life that you would never amount to anything or you're ugly or whatever the case may be. If you allowed that to have influence over you, then you've probably never been anything in your life or you think that you're ugly or whatever the case may be. You need to learn to take those things and push them to the side. Don't let them have free rent in your brain. Yeah. Make your own judgments, do your own homework, stuff like that. But, um, 
you know, this, this to me, it just, it just called out the idea that people don't invest the time in something that's very important because ultimately it's the people that we vote for who will go and determine our futures on our behalf. Despite what everybody's going to tell you, this is not a democracy. This is a representative republic and there is a difference because with a democracy, with a true democracy, people are voting for everything themselves all the time. We elect people to go and do that on our behalf. So if you're not taking the time to understand what that person that you're sending is going to do for you, that's your bad. Yeah. And whether there's dark money or not, that's your bad. So something tells me that my impassioned plea for people to actually get off their duffs and learn about what they're voting for and whatnot uh, is probably going to fall on deaf ears for uh, a decent amount of people. But if we even get through to a couple that goes, oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I should do more homework. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe the video is, is good. Now, I will say for our part, uh, we've skipped portions on the ballot where we just didn't feel informed enough. Yes, that's you happened know? before. And, um, you know, I, I guess shame on us for not um, not being more informed in those sections of the ballot. But in the same respect, I feel proud that we didn't go, okay, we'll just mark the guy with the R or the D or whatever the case may be because that's our tribe. So we'll just go with that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so we'll see. Let me know your thoughts in the comments on this. What do you think about uh, dark money and kind of all the negative ads and everything that it brings up? And do you agree with me that dark money aside, we need to be better citizens and actually take care of the franchise that's been given to us by this country. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Any other thoughts, Bethy? I'm curious if the people listening, if they have thoughts on how influential those ads are. When you listen to them, do they sway you? Yeah, that's a good question. Obviously, advertising works because big corporations have been blowing boatloads of money on it for, you know, over 100 years now in one form or another. Um, but especially with political ads, I'm just curious how much you feel it changes your mind or sways your decisions. Yeah, that'd be a curiosity. Let us know that as well. I think other than that, we'll go ahead and leave it there. If you haven't done so, like I said before, please do like, subscribe, share, punchy thing, all those things. And until the next time we see you, thank you for watching.